When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The pride, passion, and pageantry of college football lives here. This is the Paul Feinbaum Show, Hour 4 Podcast. This might be college football, heaven. Welcome back as we continue the final hour and what has been a memorable show for not always the best reason. Uh, we have some breaking news from the bracket. You heard me correctly. Jim from Tuscaloosa is ineligible for the caller bracket. Uh, that is the latest here. Uh, he took himself out of it. Uh, we didn't kick him out. Uh, he uh, went on, uh, on X and said, I'm gone. Uh, so this is the new, uh, this change, this is, none of this is written in, in crayon, by the way. Legend Dwayne. What kind of bracket is it when Dwayne's the number one seed? Uh, Squirrel, Automatic, and JK, last four in. John from St. Louis did not help himself today. Uh, the bubble is the bubble. And back to our calls as uh, we continue here. And PJ is in Nashville. Hello, PJ. Hey, I just got a, a comment to make to John in St. Louis. Yes. And I was going to call him an idiot for uh, the comments he made about Reba McIntyre singing the national anthem. I thought she did pretty good. I thought she was great. So maybe maybe uh, Roseanne Barr is more his speed. Ooh. Ooh. And, then, and then, did he ever get Richard M. Nixon's name right? No, he didn't. Uh, he, he maintains it's still Richard Elijah Nixon. Richard e. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I was just wondering, man. Hey, that's all I got to say, man. But uh, I think Roseanne Barr would be his his more his speed. Yeah, I think Ro- Roseanne Barr would be perfect. Um, okay, thank she you. Ever, didn't she do the national anthem at a baseball game once? Yeah, I think Roseanne Barr doing the, doing anything would be great. Buddy is up next. Oh, hello, buddy. Hello, Paul. Uh, I want to tell you that um, I have been living in Kentucky for about 10 years, but my hometown is Richmond, Virginia. I make that point because uh, when when I was a teenager, I went to a a program of the Richmond Forum. Forum. They brought uh, celebrities in to discuss their uh, fields of expertise. And uh, one time that I went, the, uh, the celebrity was Joe Namath right oh, wow. after how, how the cool. Super Bowl win. And after the, he had given his presentation and so forth, he uh, autographed my program as well as others, and I spoke a few words back and forth. Uh, but then we uh, go ahead closer to current time that he went and starred on uh, 
episode of The Simpsons, my favorite uh, show of all time. That's amazing. The hilarity of it is uh, the best ever and crisp and all like that. But uh, so I've seen him in person, spoke to him in person, got his autograph, and then years later got to watch over and over. You know, they rerun the Simpsons episodes, got to see him in that one particularly funny uh, episode that he did for The Simpsons. And I've always felt that Joe Namath had a comical uh, side to him. You know something, buddy? You're 100% correct. I've seen it up close. Uh, about. Fifteen years ago, they, uh, there was a roast uh, for a uh, children's charity in Birmingham, uh, and I was the guy they, they were honoring. And we had uh, a number of celebrities, uh, including uh, Bo Jackson and, and Joe Namath. And Joe Namath absolutely stole the show. Uh, I mean, it was Tim Brando was there, Danny Sheridan, a, a number of, of uh, Bo. I'm trying to remember a couple of... Uh, Pat Dye, um, not that any of those are comedic geniuses, uh, but Joe was Joe. Joe sounded like a late night comedian. Uh, I mean, he was, yes, he was he was that yes, good. That's exactly yes. <laughs> I, I, I wish I, I wish I hadn't given him all my jokes, but but he he still sounded great. <laughs> that, that, by the way, uh, all, all kidding aside, that was uh, thanks for the call, buddy. That was part of the deal. He had a guy named Mike Bite, who's been his uh, attorney for. 70 years, and he said, uh, can you get somebody to help with the jokes? I said, sure. So I, a friend of mine, Joe Hobby, uh, used to be a, uh, he used to write jokes for Jay Leno on The Tonight Show, so, so, so Joe scripted out a bunch of jokes, uh, and he said, you, why don't you, and you know, we outsourced it, and uh, I said, I don't know, I, I said, we gotta give him to Joe. I mean, like, what difference does it make if I'm funny or not? Um, so Joe, you, and Joe, it wasn't a matter of, listen, you can get the greatest joke in the world and deliver it poorly. He was, boom. Every joke was funnier than the next. You don't believe me? By the time I got up there, there was literally nothing left to say. I said, well, Joe was funny, wasn't he? Uh, <laughs> Joe was so funny that night. And now he's on Social Security ads every five minutes on this show. Lee is up next. Uh, hey, Lee. Hey, Paul. How you doing, buddy? You we are doing great. Thank you. Today. Well, I just want to give you a call. I want a black hat from Legend. He's my favorite caller. And every time my wife's in the house and she gets to talking, the hush, Legend's on. I want to hear what he's got to say. But also, I've got something else to say. Kevin Steele was on your program, I guess. Uh, yeah, a couple weeks ago. A week ago. or so ago. Yeah. Yep, and he's a uh, he's a friend of mine. I coached against him all the way out of college. He was playing in the local high school around us, and then he goes to Tennessee and plays, and ended up going to Nebraska and coaching under uh, Tom Osborne. And the word was how great a, uh, a recruiter he was. And he came down to see us one time. All our coaches were there playing poker, and old Kevin comes in there. And, I said, Kevin, how you get all them players there at Nebraska like y'all getting? He said, we run the briefcase method. I said, what are you <laughs> talking about, Kev? He said, well, I go in there with a seat of uh, guy we're going to recruit. I put a briefcase up on the coffee <laughs> table. I give, I give him my little story about Nebraska. 
I come walk out of the room for just a minute. If I come back and the briefcase is on the table, that means you're not coming. If it's gone, I know you are. He said, when you come back in, the briefcase is gone. What do you say? He said, welcome to Nebraska. <laughs> That's great. That is funny. I've never heard that. Brief- that, is, that is really funny. I said, what's in the briefcase? He said, what do you think? It's money. <laughs> no, anyway, you're, uh, you're absolutely right. Um, Kevin, uh, Kevin uh, do you see him anymore? I know he, he's, he moved to, North, to South Carolina after he left Tennessee. I haven't seen him okay. lately, but he's down in the area where I was born and raised. Okay. And I think I think the world of him. He is. He, I, I agree with you. He's been one of my favorite coaches over a long career, and uh, he's fantastic. Let me ask you one question: uh, Is there a certain number to call to get on, like Legend and my buddies, that I can get on? Because I don't want a black hat. I need a certain call number. Yeah, let me. Uh, I tell you what. I'll put you on hold, and I'm going to hook you up with Legend, and he's going to give you the uh, the black hat number. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Paul. Thank you, Lee. How does yeah, legend legend does not have difficulty with that because he is a black hat. Let's uh, move along. B Rad, B Rad never has a problem getting in. How are you, B Rad? Hey, hey, hey. How are you, Paul? Well, thank you. I appreciate your humor. Yesterday, I did talk to you. Uh, on a lighter note, I just want to talk to everybody. A little statement. You know, you've heard the statement. You know, you can please all the people all the time. You can please all the people some of the time, but you can't please all the people all the time, right? Right, right. Famous, so, famous quote. So, is I understand getting to the point. The new 12-team playoffs is getting a lot more opportunities to people, but it's still not going to please all the people. So, it should just tell everybody, enjoy what you have, nobody's always going to be happy. Enjoy the game and remember what we watch the sport for. It's for family, love, and football here. Let's not lose what we what we have this love of sport. That's Thank it. you very much, B-Rod. That's a very famous quote. It was a poet who originally uh, said that and uh, later adapted by uh, Abraham Lincoln, whose birthday was yesterday. Is your schedule too packed to see a doctor about your erectile dysfunction? Well, with Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. They're changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and entirely online. Just answer a series of questions and a medical provider will determine the right treatment option. If prescribed, your medication ships to you free. No insurance needed. So what are you waiting for? Join the hundreds of thousands of trusted HIMSS subscribers and get treated. Start your free online visit today at HIMSS.com Paul. That's HIMS.com Paul for your personalized ED treatment options. HIMSS.com Paul. Hard mints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies on product and subscription plan. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. 
Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. Welcome back. Uh, great to have all of you here. And Augie is up next. Paul, happy Mardi Gras to you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Have you ever been to Mardi Gras? No. Do you ever have a desire to go to Mardi Gras? No. <laughs> oh, well, Paul, you know what the last parade of the uh, evening is, right? Tell us about it. The crew, the crew of Blue. Yeah, so if you ever come, the crew of Blue. So, um, you know, Mardi Gras is the big celebration before Lent. You knew that, right? I, yeah, I went to Catholic high school. <laughs> That's right. I did pick, I did pick up Lent, one thing of, uh, in, the, in those couple of years. <laughs> and Lent begins at the stroke of midnight. So what is, uh, uh, what is your, uh, what are you giving up? What am up? I giving up? Yes. I'm not going to call. Uh, well, I'm not calling in until Easter, Paul. So that's. I just wanted oh. to announce that. I won't be calling in. That feels more. Giving, by the way, Augie, that's not so much. Uh, <laughs> It feels more like a miracle for us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, Paul, at midnight, they clear the French Quarter out of drunks and bums. The police come through and tell everybody Mardi Gras is over, and there's a line of cops, New Orleans cops, state police, and they clear everybody off the streets. People go into the bars. The street sweepers come. They clean up uh, the streets. And, of course, as soon as the street sweepers pass, the drunks fall back out in the street. But that's the crew of blue. If you've ever been to New Orleans, it's kind of just, you know, sort of like the bow on the present. But, um, Paul, do you think uh, John from St. Louis, if he walked into a gun store to buy a gun, do you think they'd sell him one or is he on a list? Uh, I I would hope. (laughs) (laughs) I would hope the, uh, the they would be respectful, like every other red flag red yeah. flag laws. You think? I, I don't think John John. I'm, I really do believe John works for the NSA or somebody like that. <laughs> I think he needs more fiber in his diet. I think that's his problem. Uh, but I mean, that, that, could, be, that could be dealt with. Your, he's asking you what your show is about. We've already explained it's the Seinfeld concept. Yeah. It's a show about nothing based on college football. And for most people, they would say Correct. Alabama football, yeah. but Paul, did you see that the, and they still call it the PAC 12, which is hard for me to comprehend. I know basketball season still in the swing, but they're getting rid of Klyakov or in yeah. their process of getting rid of him. 
That is correct. And uh, he's, uh, he's being paid to go away. And uh, whatever, I mean, whatever they're paying this, him to go away, it's worth it. Is this a classic case of too little, too late? No, I mean, there's only, uh, I mean, you, you, Augie, you follow college athletics. I mean, I mean, this is the way it goes. So there's, <laughs> I mean, nobody ever, nobody ever goes left. hungry in this, in this field. You always get a nice payoff. Well, anyway, Paul, what are you giving up for Lent? I know you went to Catholic school, so you're, you've got, you've got, you've got some honorary Catholicism in you, but yeah, are you giving I, I, up anything I always try to give up uh, something. Um, I still got a few hours. What are you giving? Are you giving up anything, Randy? Uh, no. I, okay, I, I, we, I'm uh, probably not either, considering uh, I, I've never done that before. I mean, I've given things up in my life, but not for Lent. Well, let's let's start today, okay. and I suggest you give up taking AJ's calls for at least the next uh, forty-one days. I refuse. I refuse. <laughs> All right, thanks, Paul. Hey, Sorry. Augie, uh, when's Easter this year? Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know the date. We'll see. You, we'll date? see you whenever Easter is, and, and not a day sooner. <laughs> I've never had that before. Uh, I mean, is giving up a show? I mean, giving up, I mean, Lent is a very serious thing. You give up alcohol, you give up gambling. But does giving up the Feinbaum show qualify? Can we get, uh, can we get our Archbishop Marino on here for a, a quick question? Frank is up next in Georgia. Hello, Frank. Hey, Paul, how you doing, Paul? We are doing great, thank you. Yeah, I was just calling. Uh, and I've been listening to the uh, to the to the Mad Dog uh, show and uh, listening to the doggies callers. And you know, the doggies callers they always they sound they sound kind of like this. And you know, they're using their hands a lot. I can't see them, but I know they're using their hands a lot. And uh, you know, I was just thinking there's a big contrast between you know the doggies callers and and the Fine Bomb show. So that's what I'm trying to go for right now. And uh, you know. Well, Frank, uh, Frank, first of all, uh, I don't mean to be uh, cruel to the doggy, who is my friend, but the doggy's callers callers have nothing on us. Uh, Nobody does. And you never hear me brag about anything other than the Feinbaum callers. And there are are no shows who have callers like this one. Well, listen, young man, this is John back again, you know, from uh, St. Louis. And, and I, I, uh, I apologize. I was a little, bit, a little bit angry. I should not have raised my voice. You shouldn't have. I should not have hung up on you. I should not have over and outed you. So, but I still, I have a, I have a bone to pick with you, young man. Um, I, over and out. I really don't like the tone of your show. And, well, I'm uh, sorry about that, Frank. You know, uh, you, uh, I'll tell you what, uh, Easter is March 31st, so if you'd like to give the show up for Lent, too. Johnny is up next in Lexington. Hello, Johnny. Hey, Paul. How you doing, buddy? We are doing great. Hey, how's your wife doing? She's doing fantastic. We're glad to hear it, and thanks for coming to Lexington this year. Well, thank you. We were there uh, twice. It was fun. Yeah. Uh, I was calling about our basketball team what are you thinking <laughs> i think it's uh you ever hear it you ever hear that phrase when you were younger it's now or never it's it's now <laughs> for john yeah, calipari 
Yeah, because I tell you what, if they lose tonight, I think we're in deep trouble. Yeah, so that game is in Lexington, the Ole Miss game. Is that right? Yes. Okay. We I mean, should win, big favorite, but we've heard that before. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's I'm 72, and I've never remembered when we lost three home games, you know. Well, it hasn't happened so since the together. 60s. Yeah. Hey, you were a, you were a wee bit. Yeah. Uh, do you remember uh, Charlie Pell? Oh, sure. Knew, knew him well. Well, you know, he used to be my big brother. Really? Yes. Great he, man, uh, Charlie. Charlie was a uh, coach at Florida, coach at Clemson. Uh, really, really fine man. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, I mean, he, uh, I was a little kid then, and he really taught me a lot about sports and stuff, you know, before I got in to high school and then playing football and stuff like that. Now, did, now, did Charlie, uh, did Charlie grow up where, in Alabama or somewhere else? I think, I think it was Alabama. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. I mean, but, he, went to, uh, he went to Alabama. Yeah, but uh, you know he was uh, he was so nice to me. He used to live out on Nicholasville Road there, uh, where the the new football stadium is. Across there is a bunch of apartments. He used to live in them apartments there and had a big swimming pool. Yeah, and I used to go over and we'd have cookouts and you know and uh, Talk and you know he really he really helped me growing up. He really uh, you yeah, know, you know he had that imp, uh, impact on a lot of people. Uh, I mean his his career ended badly, but most do. Um, yeah, and, uh, but was, I I, that, I kept up with Charlie a little bit and knew his wife Ward, and uh, he was truly a remarkable man. And I, I'm uh, I'm glad you brought him up. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Let's uh, continue with. Uh, Big Daddy in South Carolina. Hello, Big Daddy. Hey, Paul. Tell you what. Not going to even attack John. It's irrelevant. But he got in twice while I was holding. Just to let you know. So, hey, big time, big time. You you nailed it. You said, I know what happened to John. So do I. He was born. The delivery nurse decided to wrap him in a rubber sheet and use him to practice <laughs> All right, enough enough humor at John's expense because yes. it's he's too easy a target. Yeah, it's not All fair. Right. You said you said the Gamecocks are your new team. I'll tell you what, I've I've watched a lot of Gamecock basketball. Old Gamecock fan from the Frank McGuire era used yeah. to listen to used to raise the window in my bedroom with my transistor radio in the 60s and listen to the four horsemen at the old field house uh, or whatever it was on the horseshoe right? with McGuire. Yeah, and Buck Freeman, my cousin, played for McGuire and Buck Freeman. But anyway, make a long story short, this guy, Lamont Parrish, went out first year, he might as well have, as, uh, might as well have in, inherited uh, Muschamp's football team. So go Beamer. Dawn is what she is. She's number one, and, and everybody knows it. And guess what? Those girls deserve it. Lamont deserves it. He's number 11. He's number 11. And who picked us where 
in the talking heads at the beginning of the season. Leave last, yeah. Now, well, the, the, the basketball yeah, media yeah. is almost as smart as the football. I mean, hate, hate to run. We're up against the break, Big Daddy. We come back. Much, much more. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. Back and uh, the most feared three words in Feinbaum Show history. Legend is next. Black cat. In the house, baby, black hat in the house. Just sitting here hanging out in the legend cave where few men have ever been allowed to stand with me. David Legend, Tupac, Elvis, Ronnie Van Zandt, <laughs> myself, Paul Feinbaum. Let me pay honor to the head of the family, the great bomb. Honor to you, sir, and thank you for allowing me on your great show. Thank you very much, Legend. Uh, on a very momentous day, too, when we lost uh, one of the one of the former legends of this show's history. Jim has left again, I take it. He's yeah, gone he, again, I take he, it. He has uh, had enough of this. Se- his words, cesspool of insanity. Well, let me say this. Jim is an idiot, all capital. Jim is a liar. All capital, and Jim is a moron. All capital. You know, it really pisses me off. These guys that have been on the show for 20 years want to come in here and criticize the show. And deep down, we know you're obsessed with it. Lisa Legend will come on here and tell you, I'm addicted to Paul Feinbaum. I'm addicted. <laughs> it's a hell of a drug. Can't get it out of my system. My aunt said, would you give up fine, would you give up fine bomb for Lent? I said, I give up anything, but not fine bomb, not fine bomb. <laughs> I love it. Lisa, I can't admit it. That's half of the battle, you moron, idiot, crazy, 
false prophet, Pharisee, and scribe, rock thrower, want to criticize this man when no deep down, you live for this man telling you how great you are. Won't you shut the hell up and wake the hell up? You and I, man. I, man, I would go back to talking about music, Paul. I hear he's a big Duran Duran fan. Oh, really? That's a fu- yeah, that's funny to me, seeing how his calls are getting more boring, boring lately. But <laughs> 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 well, let's get to some real stuff. Paul, Kentucky is starting to piss me off. Can I tell you why? Please do. Man, they're supposed to be the Alabama Crimson Tide of college basketball. And John Calipari's got Reeves, future NBA player, Shepard, future NBA player, the Z-Man, future NBA player, and he can't win a damn game at home, Paul. Why don't they go to a damn zone? An 80-year-old woman could score against his man-to-man defense. Somebody tell Cal Perry how to use a damn zone. Once you wake up, Kentucky, i tell you one thing, Paul, see if you agree with me. If Mark Few had Kentucky's talent, he would not only be ranked number one right now, but he'd be on the way to a national championship this sure year. Would. You sure agree would. with that or not? 100. Man, i tell you what, that right there. Come on, Kentucky, wake the hell up. It's time to run his ass off. If Nick Saban won one national championship in the years that Calipari's been there since he won up with one, come on, man. Nick Saban would have had to go. Are you the Alabama Crimson Tide of basketball? Or are you an Auburn Tiger of basketball? Wake the hell up and take your mantle and be who you're supposed to be and run his ass off and go to Gonzaga and get you a real coach. Let me tell you what else pissed me off today. ESPN with their little ranking. Really? Ole Miss and Missouri ahead of Alabama? I don't care if everybody on the team left. Ole Miss and Missouri don't belong ahead of Alabama. Have y'all forgot that Pete Gold is down at Ole Miss? I wouldn't care if he had the Kansas City Chiefs defense down there. He'd be dropping defensive ends in the coverage 30% of the time, screwing it up. Give me a damn break. Wake the hell up, ESPN. And Missouri, so what they beat Ohio State. Ohio State had 20 players and their sisters out that game. So what? Come on, man. Them two teams are definitely not ahead of Alabama. Now, I give Georgia they do. I mean, yeah, all right, Georgia, you, you're a monster now. I give you your due. But I'm still trying to find playmakers at wide receiver and you're going to have a hard time replacing uh, Bowers and McLovin. Watch what I tell you. You're going to have a hard time with that right there. But Missouri and Ole Miss, give me a damn break. And I heard Squirrel said, Jim against Squirrel. Ah, man, against Legend. Well, let me tell y'all something. I just have to know a UFC man. And I made a little call this afternoon. And he said he might just could set that up in Birmingham before the football season. So I got this to say to you, Matt and Jim. Let's get it on! Put it on paper! Sign it on the dotted line! Come out of hiding! You want to act like a man, like a radio gangster, like a Twitter gangster? Then put it in the ring and put it on the dotted line! Because we'll make it happen, baby! Let's get it on! Legend has left the building. 
Dwayne is up next. Boy, I love you, Legend. Boy, Legend, you tell like a live Legend. Boy, Legend, that's nice. Legend, you ain't that nice, my brother. I like the way you talk, Legend. Yeah, old Miss A.M. and Missouri going to be hitting on nothing this year. You know, everybody know, everybody got, hey, they got Missouri going back 11 and 2 this year. They got old Miss going, going 11 and 12 and 1 this year. That, but that bull crap. Legend, you know that legend. I know that, baby. I love you, but for saying it like it is, yeah, it's time for Kentucky coach to go. Yeah. Hey, Paul Fireman, let me tell you something. You hear me? Oh, yeah, no. I, listen, I, I, I can't leave, Dwayne, even if I want to. Hey, let me tell you something. You told me about that, 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 that bull, that cow they got in Texas, whatever that is out there in Texas, that cow. Or oh, that bull. What that is over there? Bevo, the bull. The Bevo, the longhorn. Hey, you hey, you know that movie? You watched this movie before, Officer and Gentleman. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, hey, Dwayne, Dwayne, before hey. you, I, I know the joke. You don't need to tell it, okay? <laughs> well, Luke, I've, I've, I've seen it. It's funny. It in you don't need to tell uh-huh. it because if you do, you're going to get run. Uh, Why well, going to get run off then? Because well, we don't talk like that on this show. On TV. We, we, uh-huh. That's not how we talk. Then how we talk, uh, Paul. Well, this right, isn't a locker room. This is a family well, everybody show. Know. All of a sudden, the gentleman. Read that correctly, Randy. I know. I've seen the movie. It's a fun. Everybody knows that. You know it. Lou Gossett. I tried to warn the man. AJ hey. is up next. Hey, 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 Dwayne, Dwayne, they 25 other letters in the alphabet. You ain't learned to the B, C, or the D yet. Hey, hey, hey. I mean, damn, Dwayne, dumb Wayne. I think A is a, it starts with a D, Paul. doesn't it? I, you know, I seen you, you know, Paul, I know you wear like a 29 in the waist with them skinny pants. Not that and there's no close. way in hell that there's enough room for any more legends, lipstick, lip prints on your rear tail. It must be working up your back by now, getting closer to your ears or something. That's all he does is suck up. He's like a Hoover vacuum cleaner. That ain't what I'm talking about today. You know, instead of vetting callers or screening callers like you talking, you know, that people try to suggest to you, Paul, what what you should do is you should give a GED test to the callers. Ooh. And I've got three three good questions okay, to start off shoot. with. Uh, okay. The first question, it means a lot to me because I've been listening to, since the conception of the show. Okay. Way before ESPN. And is Jim's name Jim or is it Lewis? And the second question, Paul, is this. Is Columbus Darrell's jaws full of bulldog balls every time he calls? And that's why you can't understand it. But the main question, Paul, is John. It's John. Paul is John's first wife's name, Lorena Bobbitt, because we know his name's John Bobbitt. And John, <laughs> let me tell you something, young man. That's funny. Young man, let me tell you something. Tell me John. something. Somewhere along the line, somewhere, some way, some back in the day, John, something got cut off. Something <laughs> got snipped. You she know, John, something what got... Did Mar- what did Lorena use to uh, to uh, cut John's 
John? It was like a pair of scissors, I think, Paul. <laughs> I but anyway, it, a, it, I really don't it remember. It in the bud. Well, it may have been a steak knife. I got I to gotta look that up. Lorena Bobbitt for uh, 15, uh, Alex. Let me a give, carving knife. Let me give carving knife. Jinsu? It was a carving knife. That's exactly what it was, a carving knife. Wow. But, John, I want to give you a little bit of suggestion here, young man. They you did, can go they to the Mayo Clinic. You can go down to the Mayo Clinic, John, and you can get that another one of those sewed back on, John. Are you, and you can uh, have your well, I live, you can get that. one at the dollar store. Well, I'll tell you what, Paul. He can also do this for some physical therapy after the And we the, ran the weight off? He can, he can, car, he, he can use that thing to a, carve his way out of that movie. box. Hey, Paul, Paul, young man, quit stepping on a good call. Can we get Dwayne back? Let me tell you something also, Augie. We know Augie doesn't go down to Boyman Street during Mardi Gras, Paul. <laughs> he only shows up during Halloween. And if anybody knows anything about Halloween, Boyman Street, they know what comes out. Or damn eagle, Paul. Over and out, young man. We'll be right back with the remaining seconds of this show. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show Podcast. 